<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. What's up? Welcome to the courtroom. I am Theo. And I'm Oj. And in this podcast, we tell stories about people's life, liberty, and property. Kikwentohan namin kayo about court rulings in a way that will make you understand jurisprudence like a nine-year-old. So join us as we delve into true crime, political controversies, and all things started the chismis every week. Oj, alam mo ba kung anong ibig sabihin ng tol? Tol as in tall gate ba ito? <laughs> Hindi, tol as in utol. Like kapatid, ganun. Okay, ano ba to? Yan, tol daw kasi means kaputol. Kaputol ng umbilical cord natin, same concept as kapatid or kapatid. Kasi nga, umbilical cord or tali. Basta parang may nagsabi sa akin yung etymology chenes na yan eh, nung college. Sakto pala eh. Kasi usapang magkapatid ang topic ngayon, Teo eh. Ikaw ba, close ba kayo ng mga kapatid mo? Or alam mo yung ini-stereotype nila na asot pusa daw pag magkakapatid? Well, tatlo kami magkakapatid. Middle child ako. Yung kuya ko and my little sister are both kandak awardee. So, alam mo na, mababait. Ikaw. Grabe siya. Ako ano, academic awardee. Pwede na yun. <laughs> Pero yun nga, close kaming tatlo kasi nga mababait naman sila. So, I guess, hindi kami pasok doon sa stereotype na asot pusa. I guess we can count ourselves among the lucky ones for having such wonderful siblings. Kasi, alam mo, Teo, di lahat magkakasundo yung mga magkakapatid eh. Isa na dyan yung mga parties sa case na pag-uusapan natin today. Wait, tungkol saan nga ba yung kwento natin ngayon, Oj? This is the story about two brothers fighting over the exclusive rights and usage of the service name Lavandera Ko. Listen as we tell you the case of Fernando U. Juan versus Roberto U. Juan and Laundromatic Corporation. Roberto Juan claimed that he began using the name and mark Lavandera Co. in his laundry business on July 4, 1994. In 1995, nagbuka siya ng isang laundry store at number 119 Alfaro Street, Salcedo Street, Makati City under the name Lavandera Co. Thereafter, on March 17, 1997, nabigyan siya ng National Library ng Certificate of Copyright over the said name and mark. Over the years, nag-expand yung business ni Roberto at nagkaroon nito ng maraming franchise outlets sa Metro Manila and other provinces. Dahil sa success ng business niya, Roberto ultimately formed a corporation to handle his laundry business. Laundromatic Corporation was established and incorporated in 1997. Di naman niya pinabayaan ang lavandera ko as, as it was registered as a business name with DTI on November 13, 1998. A few years after, in 2001, nalaman ni Roberto na yung brother niya, si Fernando, was able to register sa IPO or Intellectual Property Office yung name and mark na lavandera ko. He also found out na noong June 5, 1995 pa nag-file for registration ng kanyang kapatid na si Fernando at Uh, presently, his brother Fernando has been selling his own franchises under the name Lavandera Co. Sabi pa ni Roberto, there was a certain Juliano Nasino that had been writing his franchises and threatening them with criminal and civil cases if they did not stop using the mark and name Lavandera Co. 
Kaya naman, Roberto filed for injunction, unfair competition, infringement of copyright, cancellation of trademark and name with a prayer for TRO and preliminary injunction with the RTC of Makati. The RTC issued a writ of preliminary injunction against Fernando and upon the death of Roberto on July 21, 2008. Roberto was substituted by his son Christian Juan. After the presentation of evidence of both parties, the RTC rendered a resolution and dismissed the petition, ruling that wala daw sa dalawang magkapatid na Juan ang may karapatang gamitin ang, ang trademark na lavandera ko. Alam mo ba kung bakit, Oj? Well, according to the court, no one of the parties has the right now to use and enjoy Lavandera Ko because based on the internet, Lavandera Ko is actually a song composed in 1942 by a certain Santiago S. Suarez. Kaya naman, yung copyright nito belongs to the comp- composer and not to any of the Juan brothers since both Roberto and Fernando failed to prove that they were the originators of the same mark. Sabi pa nila that the brothers daw had made a re- misrepresentation when they declared that they had coined and created the subject mark and name. Kasi paano naman daw nila makukoin yung subject mark and work when they were not even born when the said subject mark and work had been created and used in 1942? And the court cited here the case of Pearl and Dine versus uh, Schumart where in the scope of copyright is defined as that confined to literary and artistic works which are original intellectual creations in the literary and artistic domain protected from the moment of their creation. With this definition, yung IPO Certificate of Registration ni Fernando and yung Certificate of Copyright Registration ni Roberto could not be considered as a literary and artistic, uh, artistic work emanating from the creative mind or the hands of the Juan brothers for the simple reason that they were not the makers, creators, or the original ones who conceptualized it but the composer Santiago Suarez. Agree naman ba ang Supreme Court sa naging desisyon ng lower court? Tama bang yung composer ang may exclusive rights over the name and work? Lavandera ko. Well, the Supreme Court does not agree. In fact, they said it was erroneous as it confuses trade or business name with copyright. Wait, ano nga bang difference ng trade name sa copyright, Oj? Actually, Teo, definition pa lang magkaiba na ang copyright and trade or service name. Ang copyright kasi is the right of literary property. It is an intangible, incorporeal right granted by statute to the author or originator of certain literary or artistic productions. While yung trade name naman is any designation which A is adopted and used by a person to denominate goods which he markets or services which he renders or business which he conducts or has come to be uh, so used by the other. Letter B, through its association with such goods, services, or business, has acquired a special significance as the name. And C, the use of which for the purpose stated in A is prohibited neither by legislative enactment nor by otherwise defined public policy. So, for short, copyright are those original intellectual creations in the literary and artistic domain that are protected from the moment of their creations, like mga books or kanta. 
Tapos yung trade name naman includes any visible signs capable of distinguishing the goods uh, through trademark, pag goods, or service through service marks of an enterprise and shall include a stamped or marked container of goods. So, uh, example nito, sakop nito yung mga logo ng company. That's right. Applying that in this case, Lavandera ko, the mark in question is being used as a trade name or specifically a service name since the business in which it pertains involves the rendering of laundry services. As such, the basic contention ni na Roberto and Fernando on who has the better right to use Lavandera ko as a service name is actually valid. Our intellectual property laws guarantees the protection of trade names and business names even prior to or without registration against any unlawful act committed by third parties. Uh, a cause of action arises when the subsequent use of any uh, third parties of such trade name or business name would likely mislead the public as such act is considered unlawful. Kaya naman, sabi ng SC, nagkamali daw yung RTC in denying the parties the proper determination as to who has the ultimate right to use the said trade name. Lalo na when it ruled that neither of them has the right or a cause of action since Lavandera Co. is protected by a copyright. Eh, remember, magkaiba nga yung trade name sa copyright. Ang weird lang, di ba? Trade name issue ang pinag-aaway na magkapatid but the lower court ruled under copyright. Mali din naman kasi tong si Roberto na copyright ang sinecure niya. Dapat trademark kasi. Kaya naman, the SC now clarifies na Lavandera ko, be, uh, being a musical composition with words, is protected under the copyright law. Yung Lavandera ko na song ha. But as to the Lavandera ko, being a business, yung business nga ng mga ones, they are protected under the trademark, service marks, or trade name law. Um, and... In this sense, they are uh, the, their rights is yet to be determined. Ah, singit ka lang din ha. Since aside from intellectual property issues, tayo, meron din ditong procedural law issue uh, with regards uh, evidence. The Supreme Court also states na yung website article about the history of the song Lavandera Ko na ginawang basis of the lower court in rendering in favor of the composer Santiago cannot be considered a subject of judicial notice. Um, courtmates, judicial notice kasi is the cognizance of certain facts that judges may properly take and act on without proof because these facts are already known to them. In other words, ito yung mga assumptions by a court sa mga facts of the case without need of further traditional evidentiary support. Mga things of common knowledge. Yan, the, the court could take judicial notice of that. Example, yung mga facts which are universally known and makikita sa encyclopedias, dictionaries, or other publication, those uh, can take judicial notice. Generally speaking, matters of judicial notice have three material requisites. One, the matter must be one of common and general knowledge. Two, it must be well and authoritatively settled and not doubtful or uncertain. And three, it must be known to be within the limits of the jurisdiction of the court. The principal guide in determining what facts may be assumed to be judicially known is that of notoriety. Hence, it can be said that judicial notice is limited to facts evidenced by public records and facts of general notoriety. 
In this case, yung article sa website cited by the RTC patently lacks a requisite for it to be of judicial notice to the court because such article is not well and authoritatively settled and is doubtful or uncertain. Kasi nga, syempre, some articles on the internet can easily be edited. Tapos yung mga sources pa, unverifiable. Kaya naman, sole reliance on those articles is greatly discouraged by the Supreme Court. Naive nga naman to render a decision based on an internet article, di ba, Oj? Ayan. So, the Supreme Court now deems it proper to remand the case to the RTC for its proper disposition and factual determination as to who has the better right to use the trade, business, or service name Lavandera Co. between Fernando and Roberto. In short, hindi pa tapos ang usapan kung sino dapat ang gumamit ng name na to. Kaya naman, the petition for review on certiorari was granted, CA's decision was reversed and set aside, and the case shall be remanded to the RTC for its prompt disposition. Speaking of laundry, since lavandera ko naman yung topic ng, ng kaso, ikaw ba tayo? Nagpapalaundry ka ba? Oh naman, go-to laundry shop ko is Avenue 5 Laundry Station dito sa Dasma. Oh, ano na nilang taga-Dasma? Laan nyo na lang ako sa Dasma. Malay mo, Dasma Rinos Village. <laughs> Kaya manin. Every week yan, nagpapalaundry ako dyan. But pag medyo back-to-back yung shift ko sa work, minsan napipilitan ako maglaba sa bahay. So, I use Oxyline products. Bongga. Ano yung Oxyline? <laughs> Tunog sabon, no? Well, sabon kasi talaga yun, Oj. Uh, Oxyline uh, Fabcon, detergent, yan. May alcohol din sila na di masakit sa ilong. Pero yung favorite ko talaga sa kanila is yung pet shampoo nila. Sobrang good for the poochies. Saming sinabi. Tinanong ko lang kasi kung nagpapalondre kayo. Nakapagsag ka pa, no? Hindi po ito paid ad, ha? Support local campaign lang yan, mga courtmates. But ba? Masama ba mag-share, di ba? Ng mga... companies na sinusupport natin. Teka nga, ba't mo ba tinatanong if nagpapalondry ako? Wala, magpapasabay na. <laughs> <laughs> Hindi kasi, I wanna ask your perspective then as a consumer. Para sa'yo ba, does trademark or branding impact your decision making when choosing a laundry service? I wanna say no kasi honestly, una ko naman tinitignan when looking for a laundry service is, ayun, syempre, reasonable pricing, convenient location, and syempre, yung quality, basta mapaputi mo yung damit ko, ba? Diba? Pero as a marketing professional for over a de- uh, decade, alam ko that branding, um, and that includes, syempre, the logo, the trade name, the brand colors, yung mga yan, all plays a part to sub- uh, subconsciously imprint a product or a brand. Um, say for product recall or sense of familiarity or reliability those things kasi establishes your brand identity anyhow enough of me and marketing bilang buong linggo ko nang ginagawa yan ikaw ba Oj what's your insight on this case Actually, kahit ako naman, Teo, naniniwala naman ako sa impact ng brand identity kahit hindi naman ako marketing expert. <laughs> of course, may effect yan, lalo na sa paglaging nakikita ng ano ng tao, mas nagkakaroon ng recall eh. So, malamang, for example, pag bibili ka sa supermarket, not, necessar- not necessarily about laundry service, ha, but certain products, for example. Siyempre, marami naman nagte-take into consideration ng price. Pero, paano kung same prices lang yan or all 
almost the same yung price. Ano yung bibilin mo? Siyempre, most likely, yung brand na familiar ka. Some people kasi have certain reservations on things that they do not know. It's easier kasi to play safe. So, in short, kung magaling ang marketing ng business and <laughs> marami silang exposure, well, congrats! At least, kuha na nila yung mga play safe na buyers. <laughs> well said, Oj. Now, before we end, I would like to, of course, greet my baby sister who has celebrated her 27th birthday last week. Happy, 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 happy birthday, Kali. You're so amazing in so many ways and we love you so much. Yes, happy birthday, Kali. We love you. And, of course, how about you, courtmates? Sino sa tingin nyo ang mas may laban on this case? Is it Roberto or is it Fernando? Share with us your insights on this case or let us know what cases you would like us to chika for our next episode. If you guys like our podcast, please don't forget to subscribe for free on Spotify or wherever you're listening to right now. You can also watch the Audiogram version of this podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Again, this is Oj and Theo leaving you with a reminder to always look back in history because precedence shall rule the future. Thank you for listening and we'll see you again in the courtroom. Bye! The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone, or anything.